and welcome back to the Screen Chronicles, everyone. I'm Steve. With me, as always, is Culpstone. Or you're over here. You're not below me. We don't have a guest today. We don't. Um, and today we're doing something completely different. That's right. That's right. Today we're going to be talking about a little documentary that has just scared the bejesus out of us <laughs> called The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Um, yeah. So I saw this on Netflix. It was trending. I saw that it was about social media mm-hmm. and how it's basically bad for people, which is something I had already kind of knew. And I, I think a lot of us can kind of look and be like, like I think everyone kind of knows it's bad for you. But everyone, yeah. I guess, doesn't realize the impact. And this did like a really effective job at giving you like the impact of it mm-hmm. as far as like psychological and behavioral and cultural and cultural for globally. Sure. And yeah. it's just, it's the, to me, it's, it was worse to watch before bed than like seven. Or, you know, well, let me or, tell you, this is uh, when I recommended it to a couple other friends. I kind of prefaced it. You know, I just watched uh, the Insidious franchise, Conjuring franchise, Hereditary, and Midsummer all in like the last couple of weeks here. And this movie scared me more than any of those. <laughs> and it did. Um, first of all, before we move on, I just want to say I recommend this movie to everyone to watch. Yeah. Again, we say it's scary. It's not scary in like a scary movie kind of way. It's scary in a very real, how is this impacting my life kind of way. Um, and I think it's a good movie for everybody to watch and then just do some self-reflection. Yeah, uh, I mean, think about it. Yeah. As a documentary right now, I'd, you know, I'd give it like, like a nine out of 10. Yeah, I thought it was um, really well made. It was well made. There's there's these like scripted scenes that at first you're like, what is with this terrible acting scripted scene thrown into the middle of this documentary? And, but like it eventually builds and makes like a, a pretty cool point and it kind of mm-hmm. shows you like it's it's a good way of like showing what they're talking about, the the experts who are like yeah. former CEOs and inventors and stuff from like Twitter, Google, uh Pinterest, Facebook. Facebook. So many. Yeah. Yeah, these YouTube. Silicon Valley guys, yeah. Yeah, Silicon and Valley. And girls, I should say. Yeah, there's yeah. a... And um, yeah, I think they do take some of like the um, visual depictions of, of how the social media works and how it affects our lives. They kind of... I feel like it is dumbed down a little bit so that everyone can understand because I don't think my brain is capable of exactly understanding the complexities of the algorithms that these things are, you know, are using but I think this documentary gave me a a pretty good understanding um, of generally how it works. And even just the knowledge I gained from this documentary, like kind of blew my mind a little bit. So so spoilers, we're going to just talk about it and talk, you know, all the the things about it. And And we haven't talked about it before. We haven't talked. You recommended it it to me. You watched it two nights ago. You recommended it to me. I watched it the next day. Yeah. And, um, (laughs) whew. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, like I saw it and I was like, I think this would be a good watch. It would be a good thing to mix up and watch. And uh, I didn't realize it was going to be so, like, I guess, impactful for me. I, you know, you've, you've recommended a couple of documentaries and I, I think they're, they were good, like Athlete A. Yeah. Um, but I'm normally not a documentary guy. 
But like mm-hmm. as soon as this I am, was I over, <laughs> yeah. As soon as this was over, though, like I sent you, I was like, you need to watch this. Well, halfway through, I was like, this is scaring the hell out of me. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like I'm feeling sick, and uh, and I I made a post on Facebook, my Instagram, my Instagram story. I eventually took and, down the Instagram post because it was kind of like a freak out post, honestly. Um, and I was like, I need just, I need to take that down, calm down here. No, but I was kind of, uh, it surprised me your reaction. Cause you were just like, you wanted everybody to watch it. <laughs> and I was like, wow, Steve doesn't usually like, you know, quickly shoot that out, you know? So I it kind of emphasized to me how much I, I should give this a shot and watch, but yeah, I, I typically, I think only big things do I recommend. I think I've recommended like the last kingdom on facebook yeah. well, we do that all the time <laughs> i mean but back back like i think we were just watching like in the first or second season and i was just like oh i remember that you, remember that. you all need to watch the last kingdom like i this like, is way I, before screen chronicles yeah it's way that was before, back way, when we first started watching yeah, yeah this is like 2017 2018 yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. and uh it was so i that was like the, the only other time i can think of where i posted like hey people you should watch this and like uh I've I've got a bunch of people yeah reacted to that last kingdom. Not a lot of people reacted to my to my uh my documentary for uh social, the social dilemma. dilemma here. Yeah, but well I think they should because I think it's very important because a lot of us use social media to some degree, whether it's and the, you Facebook we're using social media to promote it, which goes against what it <laughs> I didn't no. know how else to do it, man. That's the thing is like they kind of need to like use social media like to promote anything these days i feel like you need to use social media and it's 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 essentially our whole business is or or like our screen chronicles business is it's on youtube podcast yeah Uh, podcast really doesn't have like an algorithm it doesn't seem like um no but but it would be really hard to get people to know we had a podcast if we're only on podcast yeah if we weren't really hard you know yeah i feel like instagram and facebook and um I think some people have found us through Twitter since we got it have been a lot of the big drivers, you know, and obviously people, some people stumble uh, across us on YouTube, but like, yeah, social media has been like the big drivers of how we promote create, you know, and, and kind of distribute what we do. And it's like, I can't really imagine a world without social media. Like I can't (sighs) imagine what it would be like anymore. Probably be better. (laughs) It hasn't been around like that long in the great scheme of things. Well, cause like we're, um, I'm, <laughs> you, you say I'm always a lot older than you. I'm only a, like a year or two older than you. I'm 26 going on 27 here. And like, I remember like just, I guess, enjoying things differently. Um, mm-hmm. I remember we, we, we were able to text. I had a flip phone. I had a flip phone until I was like in, my sophomore year in college i think i was like yeah, i had a flip flown 20 too. Uh, flip flown that's <laughs> not like some rick, rick and morty talk right there so you, you had one when did when was your first one i think my first smartphone was in uh i think i was 20 i think i think it was my sophomore year in college if not mine later. was my sophomore year in college i got my first smartphone yeah mm-hmm. and i got i still just have like a basic one from uh walmart honestly but like up until then, like I would text a lot. Went back when you're like younger, you yeah. Text like like girls like every like two minutes, 
like if you were like talking to a girl <laughs> yeah it was like well, they didn't text me back in two minutes what's going on so i mean <laughs> are we broken up what are you doing but so i i guess my phone was kind of attached but that's kind of natural for a kid though i guess but like as i, mean, I got older now like, it is it's yeah like well with everything else now but like you didn't have like if i wanted to get on facebook you know this is i guess like an old person talk here but if i wanted to get on facebook i had to sit down in front of my computer Mm -hmm. log in and back then everything was just in order as people posted so like if if someone posted hey just went to like i'm thinking elderton for some reason so i just went to elderton um it was there and then you scroll down and someone like eight hours ago said school was i i I don't want to go to school today and then you go before that (laughs) school was dot 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 i don't dot 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 (laughs) but but like it's changed and like you see in this the out and i didn't understand why because like when when facebook changed like i was only seeing people posting people who are my friends that I don't like what they post. <laughs> like I, I like I look at it and I hate it, um, <laughs> or like it's so annoying to me. Like they're, yeah. And I, I guess I've always wondered why that was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this explains it. You know, it's because you're looking at it. It's your your screens on there. It keeps you on Facebook longer. They can throw another ad at you, and it's just it's so freaking sick. Dude, it's oh. all it's all for money. And yeah, when they when they did that that scene with uh, like how they had the scripted scene with the kid there mm-hmm. sitting talking to his friend, they didn't have their phones on them, having a great conversation. Yeah, having a good. They were enjoying life. He was looking at a girl over his shoulder, you know. Yeah, you know. And uh, then all of a sudden, the phone was like, "Hmm, he hasn't been on his social media in a while. He's in yeah. close proximity to this girl that whose posts he looks at for X amount of time." You know, let's send yeah. him a little notification. And ding, picks up his phone, and then him and his friend are just sitting there on their phone instead of phones. Yeah. Each other. And yeah. like that's honestly happened to me though, too. I've totally. I've caught on to it. I've caught on totally. to it in the past couple of years. But before that, like you like you were saying, like so and so just posted a story. Yeah, know? it might not even like uh, pertain to me. It might not be like uh, someone it's not like they tagged you in a photo, it's just like they notice that you haven't been on your phone in a little bit, a little longer than usual. And it's like, let's, let's just send a notification to say like these people updated their stories, just something to try to pull them back in. And I think that's what was really cool about this documentary is that they actually had the creators and the executives and a lot of the people that are no longer the creator, you know, no longer involved in these companies because they kind of had moral issues with, with what was going on and uh, a few of them now have kind of devoted their lives to changing that which is kind of interesting yeah um, and i like, kind of have some theories on that but we'll, okay we'll, we'll get well, back we'll get there that. we'll get there and the thing is is that like one guy um i think he was with pinterest but his job was to monetize the the, the business and the platform and so what that really entailed was how can I just keep people looking at the screen? How, what can I do to make this so people won't look away or I can just draw them and make it more addictive. And that was kind of the, um, the format that all of these companies were using. 
to make more money to become what somebody said the most lucrative business of like you know of all time like social media these social media companies of like like ever like more money than anything ever which is crazy and i guess i've kind of noticed how all of the social medias whether it's instagram facebook youtube how those are the big ones i use I've, I've noticed how they've changed. Like I remember YouTube used to be the same. You subscri- if you subscribe to someone, you saw like any of their videos like mm-hmm. that they've did. But now it's like only the things that you like watch. Like if I subscribe to like the screen junkies, I only see like their honest trailers. I don't see their other, their other talks and stuff. And it used to be the same thing. You'd go through and it was like by hourly. You saw the, the newest things and you kept going. You saw their older things. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of nice because you can see sometimes you can discover new things, but for me, it's kind of annoying sometimes recently because I know I'm interested and I subscribe to more things than just like this one film channel, film YouTube channel that talks about film. But like, like if I watch like a few of those in a row, like my feed is entirely that now. And yeah. it's just like, I want to watch, I want to watch real videos about gorillas or something now. Like exactly. Where's my gorilla it's all video? I want is just gorilla videos. or like if i look up a video like joe rogan talking about one political issue it then thinks i'm on that political side right right. i and then i start getting swarmed with either extreme left or extreme right videos and i don't identify as either of those Um, yeah right it's 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 startling why do you think i'm that youtube i'm not that so you know and, and going right off the political side of it is they describe about exactly how this affects politics and the um, bipolarization that we've seen. And man, I mean, it makes sense, but it's just sad. So basically, you know, if I Google the same thing, if I want to Google something like climate change is what the example. So yeah, the climate change. And I type in climate change. Maybe for me, it's going to um, the Google suggestions are going to be like, is the biggest danger to our planet, you know, to civilization mm-hmm. or all these things that make it startling. And not that Steve's would look like this, but Steve maybe searches it and it's like, it's fake. It's this, you know, it's, it's a hoax. It's is a hoax, you know, an, an Argentinian conspiracy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, uh, <laughs> but like, it's, it's only because so, of that, because it wants me to click on it, search that, so mm-hmm. I go to that specific websites or whatever. I keep using Google. They keep getting money for ads. And, it, and you're more, only going to see one side of the issue yes. or one point of view on a particular issue. So like climate change, they're not going to show you. They, they explained like it doesn't pop up with the opposing viewpoints in your search. And if Steve searched it, it's not going to um, come up with the articles that my search is coming up with, you know? It's, and then you can easily see from there how people are just going to be driven, driven away to, to either side of the pole. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, and but it's before it, it got to this, it was talking about the psychological issues. And I had, mm. I had already seen the, the, um, I, I, I think he's a psychologist. I don't think he's a psychiatrist. Um, but this guy, I actually, I saw him on Joe Rogan. Not that that means anything about me, people, but I, <laughs> but he was talking about social media um, and how it affects kids. 
mm-hmm. which is something I, I, honor, I already knew from how I saw other people. I honestly even see this affecting old people when I'm driving. I see them on their totally. phone. Totally. I see. Totally. When I, when I, there's someone like that's going faster, slower, like up and down in the right-hand lane. I'm just like, what is going on? I try and pass you, you go faster, then you slow down. Sometimes it's just a jerk that just doesn't want you to pass them. Sometimes I go by. And a lot of the times it's an older person on their phone. And I'm just like, like, it's your generation that's ragging on us, man. You're on your phone right now. I don't think anybody's immune to it, you know? Yeah. But like he was, he was talking about how, uh, because of the, especially the filters that are on like the, the different photo apps, like, uh, Instagram and Snapchat and how it's like causing beauty uh, sure. or self in, self image issues with girls and now younger girls are cutting mm-hmm. themselves and getting admitted to the hospital. Mm. I was a part of the documentary that was very striking as they, they showed the statistics. And they, of... they even said like these, the guys that own these companies, the executives, they don't let their kids have social media because yeah. they, they know they interviewed all these guys that created it. And they're just like, yeah, my kids aren't allowed to have it. They don't even, yeah, we don't even give them cell phones. And it's just so that's a very telling thing, but yeah, but they showed those graphs of the suicide and the self harm rates um, in girls since what was it, like 2006, 2007, or maybe 2010, 2011, maybe. Yeah, when social media kind of became huge and universal, like everybody had it on smartphones, to have it on smartphones, and it's just it's just startling, just going up, just just jumping up, like linear progression going straight up. And um, and it's just yeah. scary. It's really, really scary. And I know, like, I've, I, I know people. I know a lot of people who have had some serious issues. You know, firsthand. It's well, even just um, think of just like the normal, like normal people who I who I don't even think are like who get depressed or anxious because of or social media, at least or at least nothing serious. But like. Mm-hmm. You know, how many of them will take like a thousand pictures before they upload the right one? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or, or like have one specific pose for a picture, you know, like, you know, you know, some girl that has one pose for every picture she's in. She's always on the end, you know, doing the, you know, yeah. like the twisting my back and same. With, I'm sure same with guys to a degree. I, I think it's more uh, with women and in, in beauty standards. Um, not, not yeah. because there's something wrong with them. I just think socially that's just the way it is i think it puts a big emphasis on on looking a certain way it's sad it's sad but i think that social media really kind of puts a a pressure i guess in a way that you should look this way or you should you know you should be you uh, look at like pictures of your grandparents when they're taking pictures they're 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 usually just like smiling like hey like doing something like or they're just like you know like (laughs) (laughs) like like the that farmer that famous farmer <laughs> painting with the old guy and his wife and the pitchfork. Like, yeah. like now everyone's just like trying to compete. They want to be part of the algorithm that gets popped up. They want the likes, they want that dopamine hit and uh, they don't want any negative, you know, feedback. And like, who wants negative feedback? But like the like kids are yeah. mean, dude. When I, when I subbed, uh, when I worked as a substitute teacher for like uh, middle school, uh, Man, are they mean to each other? Mm-hmm. Elementary school kids are are nuts, and they can kind of be mean, but they're just 
they're just wild little little critters you know but like middle <laughs> school like they are mean they say it's a nasty place some heavy mean things i'm just like holy cow you're a human and, being and you said that to another human being to their face to their face right like holy cow but now mm. you can say it online like a thousand times and if you want to be anonymous you can do it that way too yeah, it's a horrible thing it sucks it sucks dude There's, you know so and- so this was getting me all anxious and I, like and i remember like that the scene with the the kid in the room with the algorithm like as soon as it happened like the algorithm was like all right we got him on good send him yeah. an ad bam like it just made me yeah. sick I, like, I picked up my throne and it was kind of a joke but i, I threw my phone <laughs> i was like ah yeah yeah, we just, I think there's a quick part too where they're like, and they didn't really go down this avenue to talk about it too much, but like one of the, so basically there were like three dudes. It was the same actor playing yeah. like three parts. And one was like the monetization guy, the advertisement guy. And one time he's like, yeah, I just sold, you know, three cents to a weapons dealer or a weapons manufacturer somewhere. Yeah. I don't know if you picked up on that. Yeah. He was, <laughs> yeah. Was he's, like, he's like, I just, yeah. I forget the, the, like in the, the scripted part with the, the, the boy character, what his name was. But like, I'm just going to say Brian. Just sold Brian for $3.30 or something like that to yeah. weapons manufacturer. Yeah. So like, it's like, shit. And they said like, if, if the product you're using is free, then you're not using a product. You're the product. You're the product. Something along those lines when you're the product. I was just like, well, you are the product. Yeah. <laughs> no thank you yeah it is but here's the thing i have i still was on social media after i watched it and and there's the thing is like i we talking about it but like a lot of the times i was just thinking to myself like man i'm a victim of this you know yeah Um, well i mean so they they uh they do loop around at the end and they say hey you know social media can be good for these things but the thing is it's it's designed to make money so they're going to do things that force an unhealthy addiction for you to keep using it because yeah. it's free for you to use exactly so they're going to design it in a way for them to make the most amount of money so but like it's still i still like it's a good way to explore especially um you know we're physical therapists i like to get on there and see other physical therapists what they're doing mm-hmm. i like to see what my friends are doing it's always like it's a good way for me to stay in touch. Be like, oh, you're getting, you're getting married, or uh, it's connected the world. Yeah, you're really. going to school, and, um, and it's it's so like I like that, and you can't deny that those are good things. Exactly. But then, like, like especially uh, just you know the algorithm now, and just it's so it just if you I felt I feel dirty now when I use it. <laughs> I feel dirty because like like. I had noticed before we, we had talked about this is uh, there's pictures or like videos or something that I won't like, um, you know, on when I go to like my search on Instagram, but I'll look at it or something mm-hmm. and my phone, you know, knows that I'm hovering over this for long enough that it's, it's there. timing it. It's timing. And it's like, all right, well, we'll keep showing this to this guy, even though maybe he doesn't want to see it anymore because that's why he's not liking it. But it's like, keep showing it, keep showing it. It'll keep him engaged. And it's like, Yeah, it's crazy stuff like that that they're doing. So I, I just feel dirty. When, every time I'm like looking at something like, oh, I'm looking at that too long swipe. And uh, today, today when I was on YouTube, I was thinking about this. I was like, 
That is how like its algorithm, it's, it's the same thing. You look at one video, you keep getting that, or it suggests, you know, extreme political vi- videos for you. Yeah. So I just started going through my, all my subscriptions. Some of them I unsubscribed. I was like, I, I don't watch you anymore. Some of them I was just like, all right, cool. Like here's a video from yours that I haven't watched. I'm going to watch this now. And it's yeah. not one of my recommended videos. So here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Fighting you algorithm, man. I've come for you. I'm come for you. Yeah, man. I, I think one of the most startling things about it was the guy predicted, um, one of the Silicon Valley guys predicted possibly civil war. A few of them said this and yeah. I just, my stomach rolled over and it, they started showing, uh, just like other smaller countries who have democracies and just how like they went bananas, you know, just like, was it the Myanmar? Um, yeah. What was Myanmar? I think. Yeah. And they, uh, they basically said like they figured out how to destabilize government using Facebook. Something about how like every phone sold there has Facebook automatically loaded onto it. Mm hmm. And, and we talk about the Russian hacking in our, you know, our last election. And they explained that it wasn't hacking. It wasn't hacking. That it was, just, it was just them using a service that Facebook offers. And it, yeah. they just used it nefariously. Russia. <laughs> and it was just all to sow discourse in our country. And whether you believe that or you want to believe some other narrative, I mean, you should at least be open to another possibility. Um, and that's something they they made a point is you know to avoid this polarization you should you should look at the other side of yeah something. follow a couple of people you don't agree with yeah you know um and just just see what what are they saying and and then think for yourself whether you agree or disagree with them on the issue you know take every issue as it comes and really critically think about it you know or even something I do even before this is even if there was something I really agree with. And I'd look at it and be like, this speaks personally to me. I want to agree with it. I would still look into it though and try sure. and see if it's, if it's an actual explanation for a phenomenon or something or not. And uh, uh, like something for some reason, masks, just wearing masks became a polarizing thing during COVID here. Um, so I, I just looked into that. I tried to find the studies on that and stuff. So, I mean, I, you know, anything that you believe in, uh, yeah. I think you should, try and research and it's just it is kind of crazy though now because of social media you can have these two extreme different realities for people because every time they go to their their information source it's saying this is your reality and you meet someone else that has the completely different template in front of them every single day neither one refutes never they never see anything that refutes the op, like what they're seeing constantly and so of course they're going to look at the opposition and, and think not realizing that they're getting a completely different reality that they're whatever they want to use you know idiots or you know yeah like whatever oh, you guys are gonna, you're the idiots you guys are the dumb ones how could you, you know? come to that conclusion you know with all the evidence that i see both sides say it to the other side you know yeah. and and yeah. social media is a huge driver of that. Oh God, it's a huge driver of that. Um, how how that's really scary. It, yeah, how sick did it make you when you? Because I I remember the Mark Zuckerberg thing when he was in front of everyone, mm. and I thought it was just him selling, like our personal data to 
like uh, companies for the ads and stuff. I didn't realize too that he was like when he was like, "Oh, we need to we need to make the algorithm smarter." Like he said that. Like that's that's the way to fix it. We need to make it smarter. I was just like, "No!" Like it's messing with us, man. Go back to the old version where it's old stuff, then new stuff, and it can't suggest it. If you see it suggested, that doesn't flood your feed. Like, mm-hmm. like damn, no, Mark Zuckerberg, no way, man. Like, okay. yeah, but it's it's for money, man. So he he wants more, more, more money. So he's gonna say whatever he wants, whatever he exactly. needs to. And uh, but like when I was watching this, it went from how addictive it is for like normal people, mm-hmm. just to like it makes you look at your phone. Mm-hmm. And then it went to like someone who's even more addicted, like younger girls. Younger yeah. Kids, and like how it affects them through self harm, and they have body image issues, and they self they're less self they're less confident. They engage in less romantic relationships and things um and then it went to the the government things and and just how the polarization and riots and people believing different things and not being able to see the other argument and i was like this is getting really real and then when the guys were like i predict civil war eventually i was just like oh my god like i mean and they're talking about short periods of time they're like yeah if we keep going at this rate 10 to 20 years like we're gonna it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. And so, yeah, so a lot of these guys are really kind of, they'll do, they're doing talks. I think some of them have started their own companies to try to combat some of these issues. And, I mean, let's face it, social media is here to stay. And I don't even necessarily want it to go away personally because I think there's a lot of good from it, like we talked about. There's, yeah. There are good things, but I think it's important that this documentary came out to make people aware more aware i think we all kind of know like you said like we use it we all kind of know like yeah maybe this is taking away from other things i could be doing yeah i understand that like i have like i understand that this is not good for like body images and and um things like that relationships with real people relationships with real people i understand it's a it's a um breeding ground for bullying you know yeah but at the same time, I mean, even with the podcast, like we've, we've been able to become connected with so many people around the world. Yeah. Um, and it's really been awesome. <laughs> we've loved that. Yeah. And, there, and so there's some good that's come of it because that's something that, you know, certainly helped us kind of get through this pandemic that we've been going through mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. has been able to connect with so many people. And just help us get out there too. Uh, you're, just, you're typically yeah. the social media guy. You, you went uh, into overdrive when we, when we first, uh, yeah. Really got into our last kingdom stuff and went into the reddits and uh, instagram and uh yeah. facebook stuff and uh, like you said we connect with a lot of people and it's really cool for people to be able to tell us their stuff and yeah it kind of influenced some of our talks and so like, it's 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 good when you're having those sort of human interactions but i guess it's when you dehumanize other people and yourself even mm-hmm. and that's when it gets scary and, and like you said though but like it's still good what I want is regulations on it. And, and that was definitely their message. Mm-hmm. So I was a little skeptical and I'll get to that. But I, but I still think we should because our TV, you know, programs have regulations. Like they were explaining, you can't show uh, XYZ ads to kids on Saturday morning cartoons. 
Um, you can't show these ads until later or you have to be a specific thing. You have to follow guidelines. Yeah. And the guidelines are, are clear. You know what I mean? Uh, right now, social media is like user guidelines can be whatever they want. You know, yeah. we want to censor this post. It's gone, which is another scary thing that's uh, been happening is censoring people. Mm-hmm. So I think there should be regulations on social media. I think there needs to be government sanctioned. You, you can't censor people without an explicit detailed outline of things. You can't be selling their information to maybe XYZ companies. And even what do you do with these collected data? You know, how long do you store it? Maybe, you know, I don't, I don't know, but like we just need more. And I think on that, and I think that'll help. I think it'll be, <laughs> it seems like if we get on that though, it's going to be a while just because they, they have so much money, you know? Yeah. It's, is it a battle that can be won? You know, is the Man, question. I hope so. I yeah, I do. So. It, it's a, yeah. I was hoping the apocalypse wouldn't happen while I was alive. <laughs> it is, it is, it is pretty scary. And I feel like we've already kind of seen, um, and like we talked about earlier, examples of how it's become turned to violence in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And they kind of, they even kind of mention about like how it's recruited people from America to join ISIS. And then just again, the de- destabilizing governments. Yeah. KKK. Uh, I think they, they started using it too, but yeah. So I want regulations and that's, and that's the one thing when I was watching this, I was like, it's definitely biased against social media. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, all right, well, maybe that these guys, now that they're not working for these companies, these big, I wonder if they want to be who are in on the the regulatory companies, the ones that are writing the mm-hmm. restrictions and the rules, and then, are there then making the money for this essential business for this social media, mm-hmm. which, you know, as long as it saves the world, I don't <laughs> care if they get rich, but I was like, but there's probably truth to that. This is probably why. I've got to imagine that those guys, I could be wrong, but I got to imagine a lot of the guys that are on this documentary. I mean, who invented, <laughs> like was co-founder G-Man. of the yeah, like button, the like button, invented the like button or Pinterest whatever. algorithms. I, mean, I doubt they're hurting for money. <laughs> I doubt. I it. mean, maybe they, they signed a bad contract, but like, yeah. I so I still, I still think the main guy, the little skinny ginger guy, um, Tristan, through yeah gmail i think he was a gmail guy um i I think he has positive intentions but i also think he wants Hmm. in on that regulatory thing whether it's for monetary gain or just to be the one that is overseeing it for good intentions i don't know well i mean we'll never know i mean like i said mark zuckerberg doesn't need any more money but he's still trying to kill us he's still trying to make more money yeah (laughs) he doesn't care he doesn't care if he ends the free world (laughs) it was really crazy how like at the beginning of the documentary um they were like everybody was kind of getting into their seat and they all just look super nervous and like a couple of them were like yeah, like I, I was never actually going to talk about this stuff, like because I've been afraid. Like, and a few of them like, kind were of like, uh, what? What they they said something along the lines of, "Oh, I I think they're good," or "Yeah, it's uh, it's." They were they were hesitant to have any sort of criticism at first, and then the the person who had the camera on them be like, "So what's the problem?" And then, and they were like. Mm. <gasps> 
Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. So yeah, I wonder yeah. if they were like afraid for their lives. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. They've got these social media people. I'm sure they got their hands in a lot of pots, you know? Yeah. Ugh, but it's, it's just scared yeah. the hell out of me, man. <laughs> scared the hell out of me after watching it. Dude. Dude. <sighs> My God. I don't know, dude. It was. I do think it's important it's for people to see. Whether it's important for to see, yeah, it's it's definitely biased. I think it's there's a lot of evidence for it, though. I mean, as far as the predictions mm-hmm. of it, and uh, I just, I just, I mean, if you watch it, you'll you'll just see the truth to it in your own personal experience, too. Exactly. If you use social media, you'll be like, oh yeah, I recognize yeah. that. Yeah. You no, know, I mean, again, just another sort of anecdote, I guess, is you know, uh, my mom one time she she uh, she sent me like an old photo. Um, through messenger on facebook i looked at that photo one day and i just started scrolling through all these old pictures getting nostalgic and my brothers who are about 10 years younger than me didn't have facebook back when these pictures were uploaded uh, so i started tagging them in it just so they could see it and remember it um, and i tagged a whole bunch that one day and that was it i didn't tag anymore any other day mm-hmm. she got a bunch of notifications i tagged people in photos and then like a day ago or maybe actually probably either the day before or the day of the, I watched the documentary. My mom was like, are you tagging us in photos again? Just got another notification. Just got a notification. I was like, mom, I haven't tagged any photos since the last time we talked. And that was like a few days, if not a week ago. And she's like, Oh, and I, I even said before I watched this documentary, I was like, I think Facebook just wanted you to get back on Facebook and see and just, and just, and do that. And then I watched this documentary, like, either the next day or that day. And I was just like, ah! <laughs> like that's crazy, man. That's crazy. It just get, it gives you a lot to think about. And it's draining. I guess I hope people kind of do take some of the advice of the people that, because at the end they kind of give some tips. Notifications. And well, they're suckers uh, off. Yeah, or, yeah. At yeah. least I silence mine so that they don't buzz. Mm-hmm. Um, because I like to, we have, we get messages from uh, people we talk to on the podcast or even just fans. I like to, I like to see those. I like to know when they come in. Yeah. Um, and I usually don't stay on whatever platform that is and just look for no reason. I usually do just, if I look at it, I look at it. If I don't, I don't. Um, yeah. But I, I've done that uh, and too. I also just like to get calls and texts from people and, you know, be able to respond to those as, you know, if they're necessary and but i've had it too where it's been like it's like oh i have a notification on instagram somebody messaged us check it out and then i would go back to doing whatever it is i was doing but then i go on and it's like oh mandalorian trailers out well i gotta watch this click on it watch that for two minutes and then probably another cool video will be recommended that like is something i'll be like oh i really want to watch that i mean there's no there's no question how addicting it yeah. all is and how well the algorithm works for each individual person yeah to keep them watching and it's yeah. crazy i think generally i'm pretty good and not looking too long at my screens and stuff and through the apps especially uh back when i was you know when we were working in clinic i usually look at it in the yeah. morning maybe at lunch if i wasn't talking to people exactly. and then by the time i got home i just wanted to do other things 
but right now that we're home all the time, like sometimes I'm just picking up my phone for no reason. I just find myself, I'm just like, Oh, why did I pick you up again? Like I just checked you Instagram. Why? There's nothing new on you. (laughs) Yeah. They talked about that too is, um, that refresh compared to a slot machine. Yes. Where like every time you turn your phone on to see if you have a notification, it's like, you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what you're going to get. And most of the time, you know, if you look, it's probably going to be nothing. You know, oh, nothing yet. Oh, I didn't check in five minutes. I check. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, something. Oh, somebody uploaded a new story. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> it's crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, so I think it's just good to be aware. You know, yeah, I, I mean, I know some cool. people at the end were kind of all like, well, what would I recommend? I would recommend that you delete your social media, you know, and I know most people aren't going to do it, but even if I could get like one or two people to do it, it'd be great. It'd help. I don't know if I believe it to, to do that to that extent. I just think it's important to watch, to, to have an awareness have an of awareness. what's going on. Cause I, I'm aware now about how, you know, like I said, it's not like I know it inside and out, but I have a general understanding of how the algorithm works. Yeah. And how they're using us and, and how it's being used trying to manipulate us. Yeah, and I think it'll help me to set boundaries. Yes. And Good. things I was yeah. not thinking about before. So if I can set some boundaries slowly but surely, ease out of it, and um, I think it'll help. I think it, it will, you know. Yeah, even if be it's good. you not checking it incessantly. Um, one thing I'm trying to do now, too, is just leave my phone somewhere in the house and not yeah. take it with me exactly because and, and, but before like when i was working out of the house and stuff it was essential for me to take my phone with me if i leave my phone at home like what if something happens who am i gonna call exactly and i mean that's that's the whole reason why your parents want to get you cell phones to begin with is like you know that's why like my parents were not ones to get you one early you know, young you know like they waited a while before um, i was able to get one yeah i had a track phone was my first one. Mm-hmm. yeah and i had like um you know flip phones and things like that and but it was for emergencies you know and i still feel like the cell phone should be used for that and like i don't know i like personally i don't want to take go anywhere without it yeah in case something happened or in case somebody needed to get a hold of me and like yeah the social media is just piggybacking off of that fear of just like i need my phone if i what if i need to text someone you know what if i get a call from a job offer you know yeah. what do i break down and i need to call triple a you know uh, and they just piggyback off that and they're like oh i'm in here too buzz buzz <laughs> yeah oh man it's crazy dude but uh if you think about it though most things like, even if you get a text from someone it's not urgent you know if you get an email it's not urgent you know there's there's email etiquette like you email like a professor it's could be hours if not a day later mm-hmm. you know same with an employer you can give them a call back you know so like that's what i'm trying to tell myself you you can leave the phone in the other room leave it in there and it can wait it can wait wait you get back to it it can wait and generally i'm pretty good at it, but i've gotten a little worse with those habits since lockdown and dude i remember doing the practice tests for um for the mpte for our physical therapy exam and I would put the phone on the other side of the room. I should have just left it out of the room. But I would put it on the other side of the room. And mine's always on silent, but it will vibrate. And just a couple of apps will vibrate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I just remember being in my test and hearing it vibrate. 
the other side of the room. I didn't, you know, I didn't go and look at my phone during the test, but I felt the itch. I felt the itch, man. And it's just keep trying to tell yourself like, no, no, no. Like you're doing your test right now. You get it done. It'll be there. It'll still be there when you get there. You know, you're not going to miss anything. Um, Whatever it is, it can wait, but you still feel the need to just see what it is. Just, what was it? I wonder who's trying to talk. You know, I wonder who's uh, reaching out. And it's just like, was it like Beyonce trying to hit me up? Like, (sighs) exactly what I think. You know, I was like, divorcing Jay Z. I saw your profile. Want to go out? What if I don't pick that up right now? She's going to LeBron James. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But you know, it's a real thing, man. It's a real thing. And uh, yeah, so like, dude. Again, it's hard to imagine what life would be like without it. And it's just this documentary has given me a lot of things to think about. If I have kids, they're not getting social media. They're just not. I don't care. I don't care if every other kid does. You're not getting it. You're not. You're not. I didn't have it. I didn't have it. And it's still trying to addict me, man. Again, I don't think it discriminates against young, old. I think everybody, I think everybody is susceptible to the effects of it. Yeah. I just think um, kids are more into it. And- I think it can affect them maybe in a psychological way. I think it affects everyone in a psychological and, and to a behavioral extent. Yeah, but I think with developing the developing mind, yeah, with the young developing exactly. mind who's a little bit more self-conscious maybe, and trying to create their own self-image in their own head. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think there's a great scene in this too with the girl, the young girl who was like probably the worst in the family, like with the phone, like, like she tried, like the mom tried to put it in a lockbox for a while, just while they ate dinner. And she freaked out and she like immediately went over and smashed the box. She didn't care. Like that's how bad she is showing that that's how bad she needed it. And then later it shows her getting, she posts a picture with a bunch of filters. Uh, and then she was getting all the notifications like, oh, you look so good. You look great. She's smiling. She's smiling. Somebody's like, could your ears get any bigger or something? And put like an elephant emoji. And this is interesting because then you see her reaction. Obviously, she tears her right up. And, and then what I thought was interesting is then they add more nice comments. You know, after that. And, but she doesn't, it doesn't mean anything to her anymore. She only focused on the negative. Only this, she thinks, and then she goes it's to the mirror, so and it's like, you know it's true. Like once that, it's like a, it's an ear uh, or like a brain worm, I guess. You know, once it gets in there, it's, it's in there. That's the one thing you heard. The negative. It's the one thing. thing you heard. You didn't hear all the nice things that people were saying. Oh, you, you know, you look so good. You know, no, mm-hmm. you only hear the negative. It's, it's sad, but I feel like that's, um, it's kind of human nature. So you don't need to add social media onto that. They also talk a little bit about, or at least it was mentioned real quick about how like physical or no, not physical therapists, <laughs> plastic surgeons um, are like getting requests for faces to look more like the filters that they're taking pictures with. Yeah. They're, they're called, what, what do they call it? Like social Snapchat dysmorphia or mm-hmm. social media dysmorphia or something, something like that. Something like that. Oh, I mean, God, it just, it's just so sad. So sad, man. And this has got I, me yeah. afraid of the apocalypse. You know, like. I thought it was funny. And this is a little anecdote. Uh, there's a girl that I went to high school with who I, would, I used to see her at the gym all the time. And 
um, see her around town and stuff. And I always thought it was funny because I never saw her smile in public. She just always, to me, I thought she was a sad girl. Yeah. I was like, oh man, she's just always sad. She like, you know, I've mm-hmm. never seen her look happy. I've never seen any of that. But if you go to her Instagram profile, she's the happiest person on earth. Like, it's just like, wow. It's like, I don't even hardly recognize you um, from how I've seen you in the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd seen you in high school, like on a daily basis. Like, you didn't look happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew a lot of, I knew a lot of people in college that were like that too. They, they were really not open people. They weren't people that you could sit down and have a conversation with at lunch or they never seemed outgoing anywhere they went. They didn't even seem like that attractive male or female. Mm-hmm. And you go on their Instagram though, like, and they're, they, they look like stars, you know, like with like hundreds of likes and all that stuff. And it's just like, like, man, we're, we're weird, man. People are weird. It's crazy. And I thought it was interesting. The guy who created the Facebook, he's the co-inventor of the Facebook like button, how he said like, it was truly, and this applies to all the creators of social media. A lot of them were really doing it for good reasons. They had good intentions when they created these things. And he said, when he created the like button, it was to spread positivity. He's like, I never, he like, he never imagined that it would turn into, Oh, I don't have enough likes. This makes me not like myself. Cause I don't have enough likes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a real thing, you know, I don't have as, I don't have as many likes as this person or, um, whatever, you know, it's, uh, it's a true thing though. Yeah. It is weird. And I, I honestly, I, I generally, I think I, I don't really care about that as much as a lot of other people, but I have, I remember like once I, I graduated from undergrad, like I wasn't getting as many like saw my pictures as I was when I was like in school and I guess just interacting with people and they could see me or whatever. I don't know. And I was just like, that's weird. Like, it's weird. And, uh, like I was kind of like, Oh man, why aren't I getting And I'm just like, this is like, it doesn't matter. Like it's arbitrary, man. Like no one's going to remember this when I'm dead, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I was going to remember Steve had, X many likes. So it's just, there's a, Oh, there's an, you've got to override that, that dopamine hit that you get. You've got to override. Yeah. They talk about the dopamine hit and about how that's a huge thing with addiction and how they Um, they even said like only two business owners call, call their customers, users, drug (laughs) guys, people who sell drugs and people who make social media. Wow. Like, Okay. We're addicted. I, I mean, I, you, you and I have to admit, like, we're addicted to social media to a degree. To a degree, yeah. I to mean, to a degree. I don't think times... I don't think I'm as bad as some people, but I'm certainly like I certainly have been on it probably more than I should. There's, yeah, I I mm-hmm. uh, I've definitely had, you know, like I said, quarantine. There's been a few mornings where I'm just like, I'll be find myself. Why am I still scrolling? Like, ah, like got stuff to do. You know, like yeah, I guess, like know. get up, Steve. Get up. Get your butt up. But uh. And there's been a few times like when like a boring part like in a show comes on, I'm just like, ah, phone. Like it's already in my hand. And I'm just like, what am I doing? Like just leave it, leave it alone, Steve. One thing I've done too is I've moved my Instagram and my Facebook app like two windows away from my home screen. So I have to swipe two times. Mm-hmm. I can't just I can't just put unlock on... my phone and click on it. I have to go swipe, swipe. And on my iPhone, point, yeah. I'm always I'm like, hmm. 
I don't think I, I don't know if I want this. Uh, my thumb kind of aching. I don't think I got that extra swipe. To get... <laughs> no, I put mine in a, um, like in another folder on my phone. You know what I mean? So it's not mm. when I'm on my home screen, I don't see the Facebook, Instagram, Reddit icons. Mm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so I don't see it. I'm not saying that I, I, I don't think it works, you know, great anymore. I think it worked better when I first did it. Now I know where they are. I need to hide it again. I should just give somebody my phone and be like, just create something, like put it in like a million folders, like a folder within a folder within a folder within a folder. Until I, no, again, I, it's not. I like using Instagram. I like using that stuff. It's 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 like I said, it's fun to connect with people, and you can't. It's fun that. to see memes. I mean, that's. I feel like for the longest time, that's all you and I were using it for. I was well, to, I I I feel bad because I've cut down on sending you and my brothers memes recently just be, because i've seen this and i just, but it's just it's good for laughs and yeah it's it is and like sometimes i'll look at my my instagram usage and i'm like holy cow like an hour and 15 minutes like what but like mm-hmm. a lot of times it was just me picking it up and sending like a meme or like yeah, i get yeah. a meme and i'm on it and i look at it so like i'm sometimes like ah, well maybe that's why that number is a little higher but remember that remember that one kid in the in the show though he was like i'm on it maybe an hour or two or like two or three hours and his sister was like no like no. yeah it was funny bull he's like i mean oh, okay six hours oh, six hours and then she was like something like oh i'm still on more than you <laughs> like, it's like oh my God. but yeah i mean it's it's crazy it's crazy it's, it's funny though because it's like that one uh psychologist said that if you ask your kid like how long they think they should be on it they'll usually give you something reasonable because they don't know when, when you get lost in it, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's what even that one kid, he was like, ah, two or three hours, six. So if you put the limit on him, if he was like, what limit should I set? Two, maybe like two or three hours. You set that, that's cutting his time in half from what he's doing now. You know, yeah. like it's a good idea. Just that's ask alarm. your kid, yeah. trick yeah, him, yeah. trick him into setting their own boundary. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, that's crazy God. stuff but i was gonna say about the likes too there's, an, there's a great black mirror episode um i think it's season three season two or three where the whole world if you haven't seen black mirror kind of takes like real world issues and kind of uh over exaggerates them and makes a different kind of world and so in this one it was that basically your currency your status in life as well um is dependent determined kind of by your social rating kind of like a social media thing like depending on how many likes you get you know Mm -hmm. so that's sort of what it was like so for example like she started the show with a pretty good amount of likes that she got like people rated her i think they rated them in it i'd have to watch it again but just like you would on facebook or instagram you know yeah yeah whatever yeah and so for example um she started being able to go to a really good restaurant because she showed up and it had her score, whatever it was. And it was like, oh, okay, that's, that's high enough to get in here. Okay, so she goes in and she makes a mistake. Like she makes a mistake when she gets in, like a pe- noise people around her and they all start like from far away, like people that don't even know her putting her score down, putting it and she gets lower and it gets so low, like she can't even take the bus because that's how the society was built based on how liked you are by, you know, and I saw something similar. It was on the Orville, actually. It's um, mm. uh, Seth, uh, not Seth Rogen, the Family Guy Seth. 
McFarland. McFarland, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he basically did like a ripoff of the old Star Trek, uh, the good Star Trek, like Next Gen. And they, um, but it's, it's a little more funny, not as good. Anyway, they went to a planet though where it was, it was kind of the same thing. You had like a badge and like you could basically be liked or disliked. And yeah. uh, it was the same thing. If people were liking you, like that was good. But like if you would do something like this, this one character, he was like dancing on a like statue of this town's hero or something like that. And he got a bunch of dislikes and like the government wanted to like reprogram him and everything. And, and like you said, like people like stopped talking to him, even if they liked him personally. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. what's your rating? Like, whoa, no, 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 no. That's your true value, right? <sighs> kind of thing. It's sad and it seems so out there and like but no man that's that's a lot of people's reality it's kind of true you look at like celebrities who don't have social media and i feel like they don't get as much like backlash from people and like even if people backlash and they want to complain about xyz celebrity they don't they can't comment it on or anything and then by the time the next trending thing happens people forget they move on you know but like it's like if you stick on it you keep going like it keeps happening there's there's been a few uh instances where i'm just like i don't want to people to take the wrong thing or say wrong thing from me or read into it um it's just you so i'm not going to comment on it i'm actually going to make my account private or um you know something like that and and uh just because then like no one will care then if you're not if you're not there if you're not on it then All they have to do with is the real life you and your real life actions and intentions. And yeah, I think that's another thing that the documentary talked about too, is how it actually changes people's behaviors too. And for the kid, the guy, the the boy, the son, right. Mm. He even like, it caused him, he was watching so many of these like political videos. So many of these political videos that kept popping up for him. Mm -hmm. It led him to go into a rally. Mm-hmm. some protest uh, rally some protest riot, and, something and he really didn't do anything wrong but just by being there kind of he got arrested and his sister who went to go pick him up who had nothing to do with the rally just kind of ran out to get him yeah she got arrested too yeah that was kind and, of crazy uh, it was another powerful i guess image from this how they they started out with that avatar like in front of the the three algorithm guys and it was yeah it was like a blank slate. And then like, I noticed like at one point, like it looked like it had more like defined hands. Yes. You know? Yeah. It kind of started as like a blob. Balls. Yeah. It was like yeah. a, one bulb, And then it had like a ball for hands. Yeah. It, it had like more defined like hands and fingers. And at the end, it was just. The it was him. Getting it was like actor. turned around. Like. That was creepy. Oh my God. That was That's really I mean. creepy. That's what I mean. Oh, this yeah. was the scariest movie <laughs> ever. <laughs> Steve doesn't like scary movies. No. Yeah. God, I'm getting yeah. just worked up again. Talking getting worked up, here. you know, and then you kind of, you'll go probably later on Instagram or something because you're, and you're going to feel like a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I do, maybe this is just me trying to rationalize my behavior, but I really, I try and avoid extreme things. And if I notice, yeah. hey, I've, I've watched a few of the same political sort of leaning viewpoints i'm gonna i'm either gonna stop doing that or i'm gonna look the other way i'm gonna go on to a different commentary a different viewpoint 
just to Isn't mix it, it up. Isn't it kind of unfortunate that it, that takes willpower now? Like that takes a lot of willpower Shit, because yeah. everything that's going to be presented to you, they're not going to present you with those other viewpoints. Yeah. With the algorithm. With the algorithm, they're not going to... No. Even if like, let's say you wanted to search uh, like a raw Trump speech because all you've heard is like what's been on the news and like clips of it mm-hmm. and you search it be and all of a sudden they think political yeah opinion. like oh they watch this much of this video all of a sudden it's you're not going to get like the the opposite biden raw speech you know mm-hmm. you're not going to get that or vice versa if you search one you know and all of a sudden you're just going to get those political ads that are you know disgusting. that's i mean especially now in this time of this pandemic like when people, I knew healthcare professionals that were sharing misinformation, clickbait articles mm. about COVID. And that, but the thing is, they were older, and like they couldn't differentiate oh. between those yeah. and like a like a regular. For me, when I look at them, like, oh, that's fake. That's fake news. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm like, it's it's something different for me than if I'm looking at like, uh, you know, from a an actual scientific journal or. Uh, like a credible news outlet versus something that just validates my opinion without me actually clicking on and reading it. Because I've seen a lot of people do that too. They just share something that like, this validates my opinion. I don't know if it's an article uh, that says this or if it's biased or what. A lot of them don't even click on it. They'll just share it. Joe Rogan just got in trouble for this. Yes, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's under a lot of fire and, and, he he saw an article like that and he didn't read the article. He he looked he apologized for it and I'm glad he apologized. I think taking it being accountable is a very important thing nowadays. Yeah. But um he just said the information that he saw in the title and talked about that and it was turned out to be debunked, you know. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. true. So I think it's just important because that's one thing this documentary also really elaborates on on fake news. Whether you believe, you know, Trump uses that phrase fake news all the time. Yeah, he says it for other right. media outlets just to he, belittle their their actual exactly. facts or their coverage. But there exactly. is actually fake news out there. But there's a lot of fake news out there, and a lot of it's going to be through social media. And to see how that spirals into, you know, who knows? Maybe it does spiral into the real news at times. But the fault, the, the, I think, I'd like to think not. You know, but the thing is, is it becomes so hard to tell. You have to work be, for it. You, have you really have to think critically about it. And that takes, again, that just takes willpower on the, the individual. Yeah. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm almost like maybe we should just, I don't know if we should pull the, like, I don't want to pull the plug on social media, but maybe we <laughs> should just pull the plug on. You can't share anything political. Like you can't, it's not like you can't share news these are for pictures dog videos gorillas star wars memes and the screen chronicles screen chronicles last (laughs) we're hypocrites (laughs) no but i mean that's that's how you promote things nowadays that's just (sighs) it's a tricky thing because like we're not going to stop using it even after watching, I'm not, I don't plan on, it doesn't make me want to stop using it, but it just makes me want to be more careful. The, yeah. I mean, I honestly, if <laughs> I say this for a lot of things, if I didn't have like other human attachments, like 
my mom uploads like a bunch of Facebook pictures. I love to be able to see them. I like to be able to access the old mm-hmm. ones. Like I said, um, I like to be able to see the screen chronicle stuff. I like to be able to share that too. And for my friends to be able to see. So like, I think especially if I didn't have like family members that I didn't want to keep up to, tr- up to date with, or like close friends that I actually cared about and not just fake uh, stuff, I would, I would probably honestly delete it. I probably wouldn't even have it. Um, probably even begin with um i think that's probably the way to go the people that aren't in yet <laughs> don't do it don't do it don't do it um, i think alexander draymond just like got fate, uh, instagram or something within the well he's had instagram years. but i hear he doesn't use it that much yeah but good 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 for him good. he shouldn't have got it but good for him <laughs> yeah I, I am sometimes envious because like i have uh, a couple cousins who i know don't really have it or use it I, I try to imagine what it's like. Yeah. I remember when I first got Instagram and I was like a grandpa when I used it. I remember like other people I think were already ahead of me with it. Mm-hmm. And like they knew the hashtags and things. I remember like I, I went out and like took a picture of my school in the snow. You know what I mean? Like who takes pictures of things and puts them like as their posts on Instagram? They, they usually do it as like a Snapchat story or it's a selfie with them. It's never just that thing. But like I was old and naive, man. I don't know. Like I remember I took I took pictures of uh these two uh middle-aged dudes laying next to each other in this rural town watching a T-ball game. Uh like just just like random things I'd see, you know? I would just be like this is funny to me. <laughs> this is this looks nice. Yeah, now there's like a game to it, like an unspoken rule of conduct on social media stuff. You know? I remember what one of my first posts was. What? It was like a, there was something about a, it was like an infomercial, something that cooked bacon a million different ways. And I, <laughs> I really liked it. So I took a picture of it and I was like, I want this. <laughs> yeah, I would show like pictures. <laughs> it's so I, weird. I think I saw like, it was a funny meme. I just posted it. I saw like a, a cat calendar. Like a cat was like grumpy and it was like, mm, February, mm. Like, <laughs> mm, I hate February. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's um, I miss those days. I miss those days. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I still rarely post. And I just, I still only post about things that I care about or like. Yep. You know? Yeah. I'm not posting, like, teas. It's crazy to think some people, like, like they're set for life now because of it. You yeah. see some of the TikTok people and... Fans I don't only. have TikTok, but that kind of and what? Fans only. Oh yeah, fans only accounts and things Subscribe like that. Subscribe to a human being. It's crazy, dude. Jesus, it's crazy. Um, I should make a fans only, like charge a ridiculous amount. I think you do well. Dirty you. pictures, and then it's just like my dirty hands from like. Holding playing in dirt. the mud yeah after you play mud football you come in look how dirty i am <laughs> dirty <laughs> oh man yeah dude i might just so, start it up <laughs> might just start it up i think i think one of the things we just wanted to to have a discussion about this documentary and also because we do think it's important to for people to kind of be aware i think people like like again I think people know <laughs> already. We like us like like you and I both said we but we knew we we know what the point of like this story 
like oh so and so recently posted a story yeah it's because i haven't looked at you yeah be back snapchat yeah. does it to me all the time because i barely ever use my snapchat except for like you and my family i don't even look on stories anymore yeah i don't either um and it's always like so and so recently and it's just it just wants me back but i'm done with you girl i'm done mm-hmm. with you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. anywho anyway you were saying some great stuff before i interrupted you uh, we just recommend you you watch it and be aware um, and and be aware be aware recognize and please follow us on on instagram <laughs> <and> subscribe <laughs> on youtube <laughs> but that's how the documentary ended actually yeah they were like, that was great just kidding said. yeah just kidding here's our website they do have a social media though i went they really yeah. I, I was thinking about looking it up, but I didn't. So they have they an Instagram? Have a lot of, they don't have a lot of posts, though. They have, they have an Instagram? Yeah. That's, the thing, I shared their trailer on my story. I feel like you... How are you going to survive if you don't have those things? If you don't have Instagram to, to share it on or Twitter? Or, Unless you're like a bar that doesn't... Why? It's a dilemma. Put up signs. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's a dilemma. It's a dilemma, man. Anyway, though, like you said, follow us on social media, subscribe, turn on all the notifications to get yes for the Screen Chronicles, um, and just watch our stuff all the time, because we don't care about you and your life, and <laughs> we do care. Just kidding. If you watch it though, like we... you don't have to watch. You can download us on podcast. Yes, go for a run and listen to it on podcast. Yes. Is what we're gonna say. And then don't click on the recommended thing next, even if it's one of ours. You could just go to our channel and then look for a different video. Don't look for exactly. the recommended one. Right. Look for find your own. Find yes. your own. Find your own. Yes. Find your own. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go delete all my social media. Uh, no, I'm not. Nope. Nope. But, nope. Um, but yeah. But please let us know what you, what you thought. Yeah. Let um, us know what you thought. You know. Let us know the good and bad. You know, absolutely. Because again, know what you I like do about think it, what you hate about there's it. a lot of good to it. There, there's a lot of good. This was it was a biased documentary. Yeah. So sometimes you know to hear some of the good things too is good. But I do think it's something that people should, probably should cut down on. Like, yeah, show us, show us. I think I knew I that before watching stories. the documentary. I want to hear your stories, like a hundred percent. I want to hear your stories about things you recognize, how you felt. Like I really do. I genuinely do. Yeah. It's a real issue. It's a real issue. So, anyway. Peace out. Peace out, Woo. dog. Woo.